You're listening to Hungry Gen Audio Podcast. Hi there, this is Pastor Vlad. And before we go into this week's content, I would like to invite you to become a part of what God is doing at Hungry Generation today. This year, we've seen a great blessing of the Lord and anointing of God, God's healings and salvations and deliverances. And in 2019, I know that God wants to take us further. And many of you who are watching this video right now and watching this message, you've been receiving from Hungry Gen, you've been growing, your world has been changing, and we give to God all the glory. But we would like you in 2019 to become a part of what God is doing. And you can do that by sowing your best gift into this ministry. Or maybe doing something monthly, like a partnership, a reoccurring gift. This will help us to go further in 2019 and bring more of what we're bringing to you to many, many more people. Me and my wife, we do that every single year. Our church does that every single year. Well, once a year, we give a special offering to God. And then we also become partners of this ministry by our monthly contributions. And I give you that opportunity today to become our partner and to become somebody who contributes to what God is doing today. Below is a link where you can make that happen. So why don't you ask God, what would God have you give this year to this ministry to help us go further in God? And now let's go into this message. It is good to be back at church. Thank you every person who was praying for me and Lana as we were going to Florida. We had a fantastic, fabulous time there. Um, I uh, did about, I think, six meetings and 20, on the top of that, 20 more uh, sessions in six days. So I feel great, as if you're wondering. And so um, we had a, a fantastic, fabulous time in Florida. It was more of a ministry, it wasn't a uh, you know, pleasure trip and met a lot of good people who follow Hungry Gen Ministry. Uh, in fact, met a family who drove six hours from Pensacola, Florida. And their son won two belts, two black belts in karate, who's actually coming to our internship in the summer. And then met a youth pastor from another state who's been watching our ministry about five months ago. He was at the point of giving up and he says he stumbled upon YouTube messages from Hungry Gen literally guy crying and he says you have no idea he said you saved my ministry and so I just give to God all the glory come on somebody we've seen in the school people from uh, Germany and different parts of America we've seen even in the school people were physically healed in our service we've seen there we did deliverance service as well and so overall it was just a great experience the church that I visited they have three internships a year and so that's kind of what we're going for in 2020 and so I kind of saw a uh, just a little glimpse of what's going to be happening next year at Hungry Generation. Amen. Um, you know for those of you who received this a uh, few weeks ago uh, our annual report and it's going to be available online as well under hungrygen.com slash give. You know God did some awesome things last year for us. Amen. God did some awesome things through us last year. All right, all right. But this year, God is going to do even greater things in Jesus' name. We prophesy. Can somebody say amen? Uh, we're believing for the third service to start. We're believing that this building is going to be paid off. We're believing we're going to upgrade. Uh, just yesterday, we reached 110,000 subscribers on YouTube. And uh, we believe we want to also upgrade completely our cameras, which are very old. They're good but not at the level where we are going to. We want to bless these for other churches. We're going to probably bless these to a church that is starting out. And so, but God's going to take us to another level. We want to release two CDs this year. We want to not only have two conferences, we want to release another book and a book in Spanish and in German. And so we're excited for what God is going to do this year for our church. Amen. And as of today, there's a new website that started for our church. It actually was launched just three hours ago. Guys from Ukraine and here in California have been working as volunteering their time to open a partnership 
so if you go to our website hungrygen.com give it's a completely new design it's still being worked on right now for the recap of last year where people can see what was being done what are our goals what are we believing for what are we standing for because I sense in my spirit strongly that starting this month that there will be people partnering with hungry gen and they are going to be partnering with God through that and God is going to be blessing them for that and so that we've been waiting for this moment and that moment is now and that moment is here and if you agree give God some praise right now hallelujah hallelujah and so for those of you watching us and those of you who are visiting us we have people from outside of town people who are visiting us for the first time we welcome you today is a special service I carried this service for three years to believe that it's going to happen and it wasn't the right time but I believe that now is the right time and so where we will once a year bring a special gift to the Lord like an, like an offering as we call it a sacrifice before I go into the message I would like to explain a little bit of what um, we're going to do practically toward the end of the serve toward the end of the sermon we're going to bring a sacrifice with five things we're believing God for please be realistic um, don't put I want to visit Mars okay like be realistic of what you like where your faith is now where your dream life is what were your faith is for this year and so I, I waited when I came earlier to church today went upstairs kind of prayed of what the Lord wants to really stretch my faith and put that in and one of mine is there we're gonna bring our sacrifice to the front we're gonna leave it at the altar and then ushers will take this and put this in in our prayer wall and this will go into our prayer room upstairs and it will stay there as a remembrance before God that this is what we're believing for this is what we're standing for this year at the end of this year you should not be in the same place in the same level the way you are in January right now can somebody say amen amen whether it's in your relationship with God whether it's in your relationship with your finances whether it's in your ministry whether it's in your life this year things have to shift this year things have to change and if you are ready for that give God some praise right now hallelujah hallelujah for those of you who are giving through on envelopes today if you're giving sacrifice below is other you can just click that off and just click sacrifice you know I uh, they blessed me a little bit in Florida so I came here today you know with my tithe one envelope and the second one with the sacrifice if you're giving online instead of clicking tithe just switch it off to sacrifice it still goes to the same uh, same thing but it just kind of helps to identify between you and the Lord of what you are doing in Jesus name we're excited for this um, I know that this will measure up something new in our ministry and I know something will shift even in your heart. For me th this day was very special too because I've been praying for one gentleman to give his life to the Lord for, for the past two months. I met with him and I invited him to home group and he's been coming. He's a, a relative of one of the people that comes to our home group and not only him but also um, another person that for the first time came in that comes to our home group is his sister both of them gave their life to Jesus in the first service today and so my heart is full I am excited and I know today is the day for miracles today is the day for somebody to be saved today is the day for somebody's prayer to be answered today is the day for somebody to be healed for somebody to be delivered and for somebody to receive a breakthrough and if you believe give God some praise hallelujah 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 thank you Lord thank you Lord the greatest miracle is to see people come to know Jesus new buildings new cameras social media subscribers all of that has its place but nothing compares when somebody gives their life to the Lord that's why we give that's why we pray and that's why we fast come on somebody you know I heard one of the greatest for me I would carry this promise that when I was writing the book I was praying and I felt that God's gonna use that book to impact the world and I received this week a message where one lady sent a book to a prison to her Muslim friend. When he read the book, afterwards he got saved in prison and now he's reading it to renew his mind. Come on somebody, to God be the glory. People all around the world are going to be meeting Jesus because you were obedient to the voice of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you Lord. With that said, sacrifice is a special special day for us when we sacrifice you know in the first service we saw people writing checks and bawling crying you know heart being broken before the Lord and you know because it hurts I believe if it didn't hurt I'm, I'm gonna be straightforward it wasn't a sacrifice it was just something that everybody's doing about real sacrifice it hurts and but it's a it's a good pain amen uh, I'd rather have my heart being broken over me putting it before the Lord than somebody breaking my heart amen 
you know you really can do three things with your life you can either wreck it by sin wasted by selfishness or lay it down as a sacrifice many of us who are not believers honestly it's going to take a lot of effort to just waste our life he who preserves his life loses it Jesus said but he who lays it down he finds his life one missionary said that no man is a fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose eventually this man he died he got martyred only one life will soon be passed only what's done for Christ will last Peter Marshall said the measure of one's life is not in its duration but in its donation it's what you give sacrifice is not just about money it's three T's it's sacrificing your time it could be sacrificing your talents or it could be sacrificing your treasures different people have different things today that even at this service that they are sacrificing and we are bringing it before the Lord and the Lord is going to bring the fire on our sacrifice I believe sacrifice breaks even demonic grips over your life the Bible says they overcame him by the blood of the land by the word of their testimony and by not loving their lives till death and that's New Testament that's after the resurrection of Jesus Christ is when you lay your life down there's a grip of the enemy that's being broken the enemy loses his grip and you get the grip on your destiny hallelujah the biggest reason why we as Christians practice sacrifice is because Jesus modeled it and disciples practiced it we don't have an example in which we are the center we have an example of Jesus and Jesus is our standard and he lived a sacrificial life he gave his life as a ransom to many the first Adam lived selfishly he brought a curse on the earth the last Adam lived sacrificially and he brought a blessing on this earth the first Adam stretched his hand to a tree and said my will the second Adam stretched his hand on the tree and said thy will which are you which am I am I like Adam Who's only releasing curse and says everything is about me myself and I or am I like Jesus who's saying Lord your will be done and even if it costs me my life I lay it at the altar because in laying my life down I will pick it up again but on a new level in a new measure and in a new grace I was uh, talking with the pastor in Florida we, we spent on on, uh, on Wednesday night we went out to to spend some time together and he asked me he said Vlad, Vlad what do you think about tithing in the New Testament and I'm a smart guy I don't answer questions I answer questions with questions I said what do you think about tithing in the New Testament he says well I'm glad you asked and so he he answered me he says I studied for the last few weeks have 35 something pages on tithing and he says I've noticed that the New Testament pretty much doesn't tell us to tithe it's very briefly mentions it and I said okay he says but I see something else in the New Testament that in the New Testament what runs through the New Testament is the fact most people who met God gave at least 50% and the rest of them all of it and he said so I see though tithing started before the law he says the New Testament doesn't focus on tithing because the heartbeat of Christianity has always been sacrificed not tithing but tithing is just a stepping stone it's just the beginning it's almost like the just the beginning but the heartbeat of Christianity has always been radical sacrifice and I say you know what you just read my notes I agree with that I believe in that that's why we don't talk as much about tithing in our church because we believe that the Old Testament says don't kill New Testament says don't hate Old Testament says don't commit adultery New Testament says don't lust. The Old Testament says tithe and New Testament says be stingy. That's how many Christians see it. They say well the Old Testament said this, New Testament says means don't give at all, don't be generous, don't be sacrificial. I just have a hard time comprehending this in the small box. A Messiah who gave his life, his followers did the same for spreading of the gospel, says that that is the lifestyle of a Christian in the New Testament. I think that is the furthest thing from the truth. It's a blessing to give. It's, it's a blessing and until you taste that and there's the fear inside of us that has to die. 
even the word witness in Acts 1 8 it says you will receive power when the Spirit will come upon you and you will be my witnesses so we think of witnesses as people standing in the courtroom saying I saw a car accident and this is what had happened the original word in book of Acts 1 8 for witness is martyr in fact God is saying when my power comes upon you you die to yourself Christianity wasn't spreading because people were getting benefits from Jesus. They were spreading because people laid their whole life for Jesus. First 300 years being a Christian didn't get you a blessing. It got you losing a job. It got you losing your life. My ancestors didn't get anything physically for a long time from serving Jesus and they didn't serve him because he gave them stuff. He served him because he saved their soul. And we got to come back to that harsh reality that on this earth we are not going to be very long and our life is hidden in Christ. And sacrifice helps to refresh that even though we're enjoying the benefits of worshiping God freely in America. Let's never live comfortably in America. Let's live for the Lord. Let's live radical. And let's be inwardly martyrs. Not struggling from a martyr syndrome but dead to self and a life unto Christ. The second factor of sacrifice in Matthew chapter 6 verse 21 it says the following where your treasure there your heart will be also. Sacrifice turns our hearts toward the direction of where the sacrifice is. Jesus Matthew chapter 6 starts out talking about alms meaning giving to the poor. He gives specific instructions. He said when you give to the poor don't blow a trumpet in front of you for two reasons. One, God looks at your motive. Number two, if you're helping the poor, don't make fun of them because anytime you blow a trumpet when you help the poor person, you embarrass the poor person. Jesus says then about prayer, then about fasting and you would think he's done with that but then he comes back and starts talking about mammon and he starts talking now about treasures. Treasures, not alms. Watch this. Alms is something you have that's extra treasure is never extra your heart is attached to it it means something to you and he says when you place your treasure not your leftovers not your tips not even your tithing but you put your treasures in God's kingdom he says your card switches to that I noticed that about my heart and I know probably it's about yours if the gift you give to God doesn't hurt your heart it doesn't change it your treasure moves your heart only first when it hurts your heart. It pinches your heart. And alms for many people do not do anything for their heart no more. Nor is, nor is tithing. But when you give out of things that are your treasure, things that are valuable, it messes with your heart. It moves your heart over. Something will happen after this weekend in our church. Many people's hearts are going to be different toward hungry gen and even toward the Lord because the treasure went there. The treasure went there. Skipping church will not become an option. Why? Because when you give a treasure you care about it. The same way many people care about the stock market. When you put your money in the stock market you're watching that thing every single day and you're praying that Donald Trump is not going to make some dumb statement or decision. It's not going to affect your stock market. But when you have nothing in the stock market you don't even know, you don't even aware of it. They keep putting the numbers on the news. You're like, I don't care about that because your money is not in it. Anytime you put your treasure in something and it hurts your heart, it moves your heart. Many of you here today, God wants you to give in a way that hurts. Give in a way that is outside of your convenience. Give that's in a way not just focused on the amount and comparing it to other people. But compare your amount with what's left in your bank account. And I understand we have people in different seasons in this room. People who are preparing to have children. People who are preparing to build a house. People who are trying to finish school. I want to tell you something. There will never be a time in your life where sacrifice is going to be convenient. Never. When for, for us, me and my wife, this month is the only time in our life where we give two sacrifices. We gave one two weeks ago and it wasn't, we were not planning for that one. And it was a huge sacrifice. It pinched deep. And then we're giving one today that the, the prophets that I received from the book, I'm laying that at the foot of the altar and I'm believing that God will take this book to places I will never be able to take on my own for His glory and for His purpose. And why are we doing that? 
because something has to happen with my heart and with my spirit toward the kingdom of God and I know that God is not looking at what I give God is looking at what is left in my account and I want God to do the math today because after the service ain't much left and that's how God measures the sacrifice he never compares it to somebody else's he always compares it to what you have left that's what real sacrifice otherwise it's just an offering a pig and a chicken were walking by decided to do a breakfast for a poor poor man and the chicken says let's make a breakfast I'll give him an egg you give him some bacon the pig says well there's a problem with that to give an egg for you is an offering for me to give bacon is a sacrifice and so that, that's what I mean by sacrifice is when you give your bacon that's the revelation for some of you right then you know sacrifice is when I give my bacon <laughs> it's things that hurt it's not when you give an egg meaning not just something that you give that you know like it, there's no pain involved but when you give a bacon to God be the glory amen number four number three sacrifice is sending treasures ahead of you Jesus says but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth nor rust destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven I don't think Jesus is against saving when he says don't store your treasures what he's against is when people are hyper focused on saving money when you will live with the fear of men or a fear of what people will think of you you will have a hyper spending habits a lot of people spend a lot of money because they are hyper they're hyper shopaholics because they want to impress others. They'll rather wear a $500 purse and have no money in it because they want to have the appearance that they are rich. They are really fear of people. They want to please people. Then there are people who are hyper savers because they fear failure. They fear future. A man who hid his talent, he didn't waste it. He didn't spend it on impressing people. He just hid it and he says, because I was afraid. But behind every sacrifice is the fear of God. God said to Abraham he says because you feared me now I know that you feared me see behind sometimes saving is the fear of future behind spending it what you shouldn't be spending and buying what you shouldn't be buying is a fear of people it's wanting to please everybody but behind every sacrifice is the fear of God and sadly people in our culture today have so little of it a lot of love for God a lot of love of God but it never translates for them having God in such a great reverence that they're willing to live for Him. In fact, give their whole life for Him. And in here it says, store up your treasures in heaven. Everything that leaves your hand today doesn't leave your life. It goes ahead of you into your heavenly account. You did, got, you did not become poorer. Giza account did, but not your. Your account is not only in Giza or Bank of America or not only in Chase. You have another account. It's offshore. Nobody got connections to that. Nobody can hack it. Nobody can take it from you. It's offshore account. God's angels protected. It's your face activated. Once you die over there, you're going to access it. Come on somebody. One guy, you know, two people went to heaven. One man was generous and the other one was very stingy. And the generous man entered into a beautiful house and the stingy man went to like this beaten up tent in heaven and so he looked at St. Peter and he says I thought that everybody in heaven gets a mansion Peter says where did you get that he says in here we build with material that you sent ahead of you he says that's the best we could with what you've sent what if God would actually use what we give to his kingdom and our time and talents and treasures as a way to build what's going to be there. Jesus says there are many mansions in heaven. He never said they're yours. It says many. He didn't say it was ours. We, many of us think in heaven it's like you know Bernie Sanders law. Everybody's going to be equal. That's not going to happen in there. The rewards and everything will be based on what? God's not going to give the same reward to me as he's going to give it to Rayhard Bonke. God's not going to give the same reward to me as He's going to give it to Mother Teresa. God is going to look at our sacrifice and based on that He says that's what Jesus store it up there. I really believe that if you believe in heaven and you have understanding that it's better to live store there and you're going to live there forever. It's wise to invest into that world. You can say you believe in God and heaven. 
but if you're not storing it in there I really have the the authority to question that because our behavior any a lot of times reveals our belief system and when you store it there you begin to think more of heaven I remember when we gave the money we're supposed to build a house there's a Russian song that says so I was singing my house is in heaven because you know we lived in a in a in a duplex and we kind of give up the the desire not desire we give up the idea that we're going to build a house for ourselves because we sacrificed that ministry the money to ministry you know you start thinking of heaven a lot more like 26 27 you're, I'm thinking am I suicidal is everything okay with me but what happened is because you realize that Kisa doesn't have a lot of your money it's all over there you've drawn more to heaven because your treasure is there amen amen number four Satan can steal what you store in heaven the Bible says and rust and moth and thieves cannot take what's stored in there rust is inflation moth is accidents and thieves are demons you have to understand if the only thing you do is hi you hyper savor you like you you save like you scared and that's why you save you, you hyper savor this is what's gonna happen is you have three enemies it's very hard to protect your finances from moth rust and thieves break in and steal anytime the Lord places on your heart to give a sacrifice a particular number a particular thing that which you don't give is wide open for Satan to steal don't ever think that you can get rich by being disobedient to the Lord others can not you and I why because having a relationship with God gives us an exposure to his presence and which leaves us forever ruined we can't live the same Achan held back when God says Jericho is mine and Achan says well that's for them that's not for me you don't understand I've lost everything in the wilderness everything in Egypt I need some gold I need some Babylonian garments and I need some silver he hid it under his tent 27 people died his whole family perished all because when God says this is mine he said no this is mine now you may say but Vlad you're, you're preaching condemnation I'm not preaching condemnation what I'm saying is this anytime God puts a finger on something and says this is mine and you say no Lord remember there's another person who will say this is mine and you have no power to protect it from him it's called a thieves break in and steal all that the 12 disciples of Jesus died very crazy deaths with exception of John who was cooked in oil but supernaturally escaped and died at the very old age on prison on the island of Patmos. Judas on the other hand he didn't want to sacrifice he was a thief he was stealing he was on the payroll of Jesus he was Jesus' disciple and I look at Judas and I look at the disciples of Jesus and yes I am not excited about the death of Peter being crucified upside down or some of the disciples who were thrown from high buildings some who were skinned speared and and murdered and starved no I don't like that but honestly I'm looking at Judas's death Judas died before them and way worse the Bible says his guts came out nasty gross it's bad none of them died normal after they've been exposed to Jesus but some shook the world people call cathedrals in their names today they laid the a foundation for what is called the greatest movement today on the planet earth and the other one is mentioned as a side note of history as someone who is greedy and as someone who is demon possessed I don't want to be a Judas I want to be like disciples you all we all gonna lose everything anyway I'll rather lay it at the feet of the cross and have God use me for his glory then hold on to something and devil take it come on somebody hallelujah nothing is safe in your hands everything is safe in his nothing is safe in my account everything is safe in my heavenly account everything is safe in his hands nothing is safe in mine and therefore we lay it at his feet we lay it at his feet let's open to the old testament genesis chapter 22 and as we bring this message closer toward the end jesus modeled sacrifice disciples practice that sacrifice churns our hearts because it hurts our hearts sacrifice is sending treasures ahead of you sacrifice satan can't steal what's stored in heaven and number five sacrifice is when you give what you love not what you don't need genesis chapter 22 verse 2 says the following then he said god said to abraham take now your son 
your only son Isaac whom you love and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains on which I will tell you. I want you to see this where God says to Abraham take now your son your only son whom you love these two words watch these two words your only son and whom you love now we know that Abraham did not have Isaac only he also had an Ishmael Ishmael's been causing some problems at home Sarah's been a little bit not happy with it and and everything and he knew where Ishmael was I'm pretty sure that Abraham was tempted to offer Ishmael and all the problems you know Ishmael has been a problem I mean he's a son okay don't get me wrong but I'm for sure Sarah will be happier there'll be more peace in the house don't offer Ishmael when God asked for Isaac sometimes in a time like this God gives you a number God gives you a thing and what we do is we know how much it hurts we all have an Ishmael in our bank account and then we have Isaac Isaac is what we love. Isaac is what took years to put in there. I mean you know how long Abraham believed for I think for 20 years for Isaac. Imagine saving for 20 years. That's precious. That's dear. Your heart skips a beat when God mentions his name. And the Lord comes and says I want you to lay Isaac on the altar. And Abraham didn't offer Ishmael. What I want to encourage you with is a sacrifice is not when you give what you want. It's what when you give what you love it's when you give what's what's hurtful to you what's painful to you I've done this uh, numerous times I am the one who's guilty of this because at times the Lord places on my heart to sacrifice mentions Isaac and I talk myself out of it and then I present him an Ishmael Ishmael is, is something you know that I'm comfortable with something that's convenient but God doesn't want your Ishmael he wants your Isaac remember he didn't send an angel to die on the cross for you he sent his son he didn't send Lucifer to die on the cross for you he sent his only son whom he loved his begotten son so if you ever feel like you're hurting because you're giving to a God who loves you who's gonna actually use it as dividends in your future and bring you break blessings you can't contain no 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 it was God who was hurting who gave his only son true sacrifice my friends is not giving Ishmael it's giving Isaac now I understand there are people here today today you're gonna give Ishmael you know deep in your heart that's not what the Lord wanted you to do and my goal is not in any way to condemn or put some kind of a unhealthy pressure because I've been there myself and I know the battle in the heart I know that the struggle that is there but I just encourage you that you'd not be afraid not be afraid and this is why <sighs> number six sacrifice is not a waste it's worship and Abraham said to his young man stay here with the donkey the lad and I will go yonder and worship they come up to the mountain and the young man who only had donkeys but they didn't bring a sacrifice God didn't ask him to and they stayed at the bottom of the mountain they stayed at the foot of the mountain and Abraham tells the young man he says I want you to stay here me and the lad are going yonder to worship I want to want to mention one thing there are places in God only people who sacrifice have access to there are places in God where you stay at the foot of the mountain with the donkeys you got your things and everything is just the donkeys and there are places you go up the mountain because you're carrying wood fire and knife and an Isaac and those places are access not to people who have a degree it's people who are obedient to bring what God asked them to bring and I don't want us to live our spiritual life another year at the foot of the mountain with our donkeys with our 500, 600, 700, 1000, 5000, 2 million whatever that number is whatever the donkey is I don't want to stay there my life is too short Jesus paid a heavy price the spirit lives inside of me I gotta reach the summit I gotta reach the peak I gotta hear God I gotta see angels of God move on my behalf I gotta see the ram God provided I want to see God's promise and God's blessing so I'm so about you but I'm going up the mountain and I'm gonna lay my Isaac on the altar and say God speak to your servant I am listening 
Speak to your servant. I am listening. Lord, meet me on the top of the mountain. I am tired of the bottom of the mountain of Christianity. I'm going up. Somebody say amen. And I want you to see what it says. It says that we will go and worship. Somebody say worship. We will go and worship. See, some people called Abraham, what you're doing is wrong. Some people said it's a waste. God says it's worship. The devil will look at you and say your sacrifice is wrong. You should be thinking about you. Religion will look at you and say what a waste. But God calls what people call waste and wrong. God calls it worship. The first mention of worship in here did not have a team, instruments and the sound. Because when you sacrifice there's a sound that comes from here. That's way different. It's not just, just come from your throat. It comes from your spirit. It comes from God sees that it says that I see you worship me. You adore me. You love me. You're praising me. When the woman took her whole year's income, Mary, and she bought a perfume. I don't know where she found a perfume that was worth a whole year's income, but she found it at the time and brought it at the feet of Jesus and broke that perfume. The Bible says the room was filled with fragrance. And Judah started to speak. He said, what a waste. Disciples started to look and say, you know you could have done with that money? You know how many people you could have helped? You're wasting it on the body of Jesus. He's gonna die three, three days and then God's gonna give him like a superman body. It's a waste. What, why? A whole year's income, not one month's income. A whole year. A lot of people in our church, what they're doing is they're giving their one month's income today as a sacrifice for this year but this woman is giving you her whole year's income and they're saying it's a waste and Jesus said I want you to stop he says stop 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 Judas the poor you will have always with me he says what she did was good I want to let you know that when we give to the body of Jesus Christ when we anoint the body with our sacrifice we're being used by God and Jesus says everywhere the gospel will be preached this woman's name will be also mentioned why because God will use us make the impact on the world what we do as as our sacrifice is our worship it's our worship and we're going up to a next level with the Lord sacrifice releases provision and promise I want you to see that in Matthew in Genesis 22 verse 5 and Abraham said to his young man we'll read this verse again stay here with the donkey lad and I will go yonder and worship and we will come back to you what a faith Abraham had uh, sacrificing your firstborn was not new the place where he came Ur of Chaldeans that was normal many times to appease the gods they sacrificed their firstborn children so this was nothing radical this was normal for that culture the only thing is that Abraham followed the God it was different and so when he's asking him to do that Abraham didn't say well I didn't sign up for that I'm trying to get away from those gods. You're just like one of them. Abraham trusted the character of God. And I want you to see this faith. He looks at these servants who are staying at the foot of the mountain and he's not saying, guys, say a prayer. My boy's gonna die. He says, hang in here. We, not just I, we are coming back. And the New Testament decodes it and says that he believed in his heart that after Isaac dies, God will raise him up from the dead. That tells me that as I'm bringing my Isaac on the altar, I just want to give a notice to everybody, we coming back. That is coming back. Bible says in Luke that pressed down, shaken together and overflowing is coming back into your life in Jesus name. God is able to make all grace abound toward you. That you always having all sufficiency in all things may have abundance for every good work. All, all, abundance, all. See, when you're putting it on the altar, I want you to have faith right there in your spirit right now. That this is not just coming back. It's coming back different than before. Press down, shake it together. That's not why we give. We don't give to get. We get to give. 
but it's coming back I believe it's coming back no farmer sows a seed believing a seed will come back what comes back is a tree what comes back is a harvest we're giving it out of motives to obey the Lord to honor the Lord to worship the Lord but we also have faith supernatural faith nobody became poor by giving and you can't outgive God it's coming back to me somebody say it's coming back to me and then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked and there was behind him a ram caught in a thicket by its horns so Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up and burnt offering as a burnt offering instead of his son I'm also believing not only things are coming back this year but we're also believing that God's going to be opening our eyes to see the ram stuck in a thicket for some of you single people your ram is a husband stuck in some bad relationship right now and the Lord is going to use you to set him free some of you single ladies you know or single men your ram is, is a woman maybe for some of you it could perhaps a business it's a project it's a music project it's a book project it's a it's an opportunity God will open your eyes you passed it by and didn't even see it and God will open your eyes and he will bring provision in your life in Jesus mighty name provision that will come from him provision that will come from his grace and from his power can somebody say amen I believe in that for this year do you this year will be the year of opening of the eyes and seeing the rams stuck in a thicket in Jesus name hallelujah I had you know I've been a partner with different ministries and supporting you know different even people on a regular basis and um, it's kind of weird to admit it but I felt this promise that starting this year God's gonna speak to people who will financially support me on a monthly basis this to my wife never said this to anybody because first of all I don't think I need it right now I think I'm fine but I just had it in my heart it was just a promise from God as you did it to others I'm gonna send people to you and last week I got my first partner yeah where somebody said for a few years both people have been the Lord's been speaking to them and said we are going to support you and because I have certain goals there are certain things that I want to achieve and certain things I want to give and uh, and I needed help and I know that for myself that's a ram stuck in a thicket where didn't look for it didn't ask for it and I believe same thing for you in Jesus name as you give today that God is going to open your eyes to see the things that you didn't even see before in your business and in your family and in your finances if you believe give God some praise right now hallelujah In your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. I also believe when you sacrifice God swears to make you a blessing to the nations. Blessing is not when God increases your income, it's when God increases your influence and your impact. Jabez says enlarge my territory God. This year God wants to enlarge your impact and your influence. Don't limit God and don't only believe oh prosperity is when I have more money prosperity is when you have more influence and more impact it's when you can serve more people when you can bless more people God didn't say to Abraham I'll make you Jeff Bezos he didn't say I'll make you Bill Gates he says I'll make you a blessing to all the nations of this world you know what's more important than having a million dollars it's saving one million souls you know what's more important than having half a million dollars? It's be able to pray for half of the people that come for prayer from cancer and see them being healed. And I really believe that if we pay, make our goal and say, God, it is your desire to use us to be a blessing to all the nations of this world. Families with cancer, we want to be a blessing to them. Families who cannot have children, we want to be a blessing to them. Families who have children that are on drugs, we want to be a blessing to them. God, youth ministers and pastors who want to quit the ministry. I want my sermons to be a blessing to them. I want my home group to be a blessing to families all around the world. I want the worship music to drive out demons like David did from Saul all around the world. I want millions of people to be connected to Hungry Gen and the Tri-Cities. Hungry Gen to put Tri-Cities on the map. Not for the sake of us, but for the sake of a benefit for all the nations of this world. To know that is God. To know that is a healer. 
to know that there is a deliverer to know that there is a revival that is happening in this room in this city and in this church father make me a blessing to the nations of this world i know i see some of your faces you're thinking i escaped the zoo look at me like i'm crazy crazy enough to believe it crazy enough to say it and crazy enough to see it when you sacrifice you crazy because God starts swearing not cussing swearing God says I swear by myself I will blessing bless you multiplying multiply you your seed will possess the gates of your enemies and you will bless all the nations of this world my God my God yes oh I believe I believe this year God's gonna open the nations to our church I believe that what's happening in two weeks with Philippines is just gonna be a beginning where different nations will be open and different nations will begin to come here because God says when you sacrifice I swear nations of the world will be blessed by you come on lift your hands right now begin to say God give us the nations begin to say God give us a nation as an inheritance give us our city give us our nation God give us the nations that need to be shaken by the power of the gospel give us boldness to declare give us anointing to heal the sick give us anointing God to cast out devils and to break the grip of the devil in the nations in Jesus name in Jesus name and I'm gonna finish it with this it says that in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you obeyed my voice sacrifice helps us to hear God's voice when you don't heed God's voice after a while you stop hearing it this is the part where it gets a little bit confusing for some people like how do I know if it's God speaking to me to sacrifice let me make it very simple for you it's not the devil devil is a thief he doesn't have generosity floating in his head and secondly what if it's from me if you started to give yourself ideas to sacrifice congratulations you have been renewed in your mind <laughs> you're a new person now a few tips that I've seen with my wife and this is not comprehensive list but the first radical original number is usually from God the one that I modify the one that I think over usually is from me the second thing is confirm with your spouse if you are married and you have in your heart confirm with your spouse say hey I feel this in my heart what do you feel and spouses uh, be kind to your husbands or your wives husbands ask them the following question uh, on the level one to a hundred how strongly do you feel about that if they say 50 you know you guys talk it over but if they say 70 let the wife do her thing or let the husband do her thing in Jesus name because whatever number is higher that's the one from the Lord don't sleep on it because you'll talk yourself out of it do it right away and deal with the details later every time we gave a sacrifice if we would have waited for 24 hours I can guarantee you one thing we would have never done it I know myself I talk myself out of it when God puts it you just go and then you deal with details and no matter how clear you hear God remember it will always require faith to actually follow through it will require faith what we're gonna do today is that if you came ready or maybe some of you you're still praying about it I pray that you just ask this question of God say Lord what would you have me give maybe you prepared something but what would God have you give and then fill that in an envelope or you can wire it and then take your prayer requests your dreams for this year be bold and then you can come to the front ushers can set up the offerings right now offering baskets and you can come to the front we're gonna bring this prayer uh, panel a little bit closer and you're gonna give it to the usher your prayer requests and they will be able to put it on and then you can go back to your seat and just begin to pray to God for these needs and we're gonna pray for you over you in Jesus name those of you who are watching us on live stream you can do exactly the same you can go to hungrygen.com give and give right there and download this form and mail it to hungrygen maybe even you can um, send it to our email give at hungrygen.com we'll print it and we'll put it out here as well so church God bless you you can start coming 
bring your offering tithes and your sacrifices to the front give the prayer request to ushers and they'll be putting them in God to turn our hearts you know there are people that give their lives for things you see something or, or you, you have a cause and you are willing to die for it and you don't care what anybody says because your heart is in it when you're willing to give your life that means your heart is in it when you're willing to not sleep when you're willing to give everything because your heart is in it and when God sees a heart is in it he blesses you so let's pray right now Lord turn my heart to your kingdom turn my heart to your will say it with me Lord Turn my heart to your kingdom, to your will. 
let's pray that right now Lord we give our hearts to you God we don't want to be fake Christians we don't want to be lukewarm we don't want to just put on a show God we want to love you with all our hearts God please Holy Spirit turn my heart to Jesus turn my heart to Jesus Lord my finances my time my sleep my everything my energy Lord I will give you my heart God say it to him right now I give you my heart Holy Spirit turn our hearts Holy Spirit turn our affections our emotions our feelings our desires to your kingdom Lord to see the lost saved Lord turn my heart to Jesus in Jesus name in Jesus mighty name and this following prayer I want you to repeat it after me say Lord Jesus say Lord Jesus with this sacrifice as my act of worship say I bring this sacrifice as my act of worship to you I choose to live by faith I refuse to live by fear of failure and setback let's pray it again say Lord Jesus I bring this sacrifice as my worship to you I refuse to live by fear and failure and I choose to live by faith in Jesus name open up your lips and begin to pray begin to say Lord Jesus this is my sacrifice I laid at your feet I put it at the altar this is my worship this is my heart I bring it to you God I worship you with my finances I worship you with my business God I worship you with my treasure Lord my treasure is in your hands my heart is in your hands Lord receive today's offering receive my worship let it be pleasing aroma to you let me rise to heaven today before you oh find pleasure God find pleasure Lord in my sacrifice before you today come with your presence in Jesus mighty name Lord I choose to trust you I choose to walk with you God you are my strong tower where I come and hide you are my security you are my safe place I choose to live by faith I refuse fear of any setback any failure Lord Jesus my life is in your hands in Jesus name I want you to pray after me say Lord Jesus say release your provision in my finances say open my eyes to see the ram stuck in the thicket say Lord Jesus release your provision in my finances say open my eyes to see my dreams my business ideas open doors partnerships connections promotions happen in my life come on open up your lips begin to say those things begin to ask God to release the open doors to release dreams that you've been dreaming to release the talents that you've been praying for ideas the provisions to begin to take place in your finances in your career in your studies in your school in your colleges to begin to give you ideas for business to give you promotions to give you favor in your workplace come on open up your lips Lord Jesus begin to open up doors begin to open up for the provision of my finances in my business Father in my life in anything that my hand touches that will begin to prosper that you'll begin to give me favor that you're gonna begin to give me connections Lord I don't want to be the same I want to have more than enough I want to be a blessing in Jesus mighty name in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and as we continue right now in an attitude of prayer to pray if you are physically capable I would like you to join me right now let us kneel before God right now as we go into prayer right now the, the Bible says in Deuteronomy 8 18 that he gives us power to gain wealth he gives us power to achieve breakthroughs so right now we're gonna pray in the name of Jesus say Lord Jesus Christ say with me Lord Jesus Christ make me a blessing to the nations increase my influence expand my territories this year in the name of Jesus 
One more time. Lord Jesus, make me a blessing to this nation, to this city, to my family, to my workplace. Increase my influence. Increase my impact. Expand my territories in the name of Jesus. Begin to pray right now and claim that promise of God. Lord, you said in Isaiah 54 that we should expand the courts of our tents. It is an instruction with a promise attached. We walk in faith. We claim it in the name of Jesus. We claim this city. We claim greater limits. We reach further in the Spirit. We break down barriers in the Spirit. Expand us this year, Lord. Stretch us this year, Lord. Let me go further than ever before, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the blood of Jesus. Expand our territory, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. In Jesus' mighty name. Come on, every hand raised right now. Begin to cry out to God. God to give us courage to go to the nations with signs and wonders. for the nations right now God we pray for thousands locally and millions globally in Jesus name we pray that we will not just go with our wisdom but we will go with signs and wonders and we will go with miracles God and we will go with the power of the Holy Spirit God we pray Father that from this place God you will send out pastors that you will send out missionaries that you will raise up apostles that you will raise up prophets God that you will raise up missionaries Lord that you will raise up ministries, Lord. That you will release campuses, God. We pray, Father, there will be a school for pastors. There will be a school for missionaries, God. And there will be, Father, a school for worship, God. And it will impact the world. It will impact the nations, Lord. We pray that the music from this house, we pray that the service from this house, we pray the books from this house, God. We pray the blogs from this house, God. will go to the four corners of this earth, God. Increase our influence. Increase our impact, God. Make us a blessing to the nations, Lord. We desire to see millions of people getting saved. We desire cancer to be crushed at its root. We desire arthritis, tuberculosis, asthma, diabetes to be crushed at its root. In Jesus' mighty name, in the name of Jesus Christ, God, we're going to slay a Goliath in our generation and bring the glory to you. 
and bring the crown at your feet Jesus because you are worthy of it all you are worthy Lord I want you to rise to your feet right now Father we dedicate our ministry to the nations now God that this year even in our internships God that we're gonna see people from other nations God you will begin to father put cities on the map Lord God because of what you want to do in this place God we declare open heavens we declare open heavens and the prayers we pray every Sunday thousands locally and millions globally God let us begin to see more and more of that this year Lord in Jesus name in Jesus mighty name thank you father thank you Lord you stirred our hearts God Jesus name every head bowed and every eye closed I want to give an opportunity to anybody in this room today who have not given their life to Jesus who is yet to give their life to Jesus Jesus died on a cross he paid the heaviest sacrifice for your sin he didn't do it to show off he did it because your salvation required that going to church believing in the existence of God is not enough to get you to heaven you must repent of your sins and you must put your faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior and if you are in this room today that tells me that somebody's been praying for you somebody's been fasting for you and somebody's been inviting you perhaps your life is not what it's supposed to be perhaps it's falling apart today and you're recognizing you are in that place you're looking for something you're looking for someone that someone is Jesus Christ hell is hot Forever is very long and Jesus is the only way to salvation. If you need to get saved, I want you to begin to come to the front. I'm still doing an altar call and people are already coming. New season, amen. If you need to get right with God, just quickly run out of your seat and just come. If you're backslidden and you need to get right with God, just quickly come out of your seat and just come and just run to the front. If you're watching us on live stream right now and you need to get saved, come, comment below come in there and say hey I want to get saved I want to give my life if you brought a friend bring him with you to the front friends don't let friends go to hell friends bring friends to Jesus as the team is going to sing I'm giving you 60 seconds quickly 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 just come if you need to get right with the Lord just come come out of your seat and just come and just come to the front come right here come right here come right here the Lord is waiting church come on put, put, put your hands together for them come come say this out loud with me and people who are watching us on live stream you're going to continue to receive ministry in just a moment I want you to say this with me say Lord Jesus I am a sinner please forgive me of all the sin I've committed and wash me with your blood deliver me from all the devils and all the curses and right now I turn my back on my, on my past and on my sin and I pledge my life to Jesus. Come O Holy Spirit and live in me. Change me and transform me. In Jesus name. Amen. Church could you give them a round of applause one more time. Thanks for listening to this week's message from Hungry Generation. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Snapchat. 
by using at Hungry Gin. Stay blessed, and we'll see you next week.